I love the film Mandy. Yeah. There's nothing more that I love in this world than Mandy directed by Panos Cosmatos. Jungle Temple. But I have to say, I I need to clarify something about Mandy, 2018 directed by Panos Cosmatos. I, I keep wanting to reach for a for a for a vape right now. <laughs> I quit vaping uh, to correct, to further protect myself from the Cucamonga virus. And okay, so I've been hyping this movie up for everyone. I have been making everyone believe that this is the newest Citizen Kane, like a neon. Now, my opinions of Mandy has, have not changed at all, but I need to clarify why I like it so much. Rudy and Steven watched it last week with me, and they didn't enjoy it. That's not it. true. But it wasn't what you thought it was because That's true. of what I've said about it. Yeah. And also, so, Rudy and I are not a monolith. I disagree with what Rudy said, but go well, on. I just have like a specific perception about movies that you recommend just yeah. because of the movies that I know you like. Yeah. And I'm about to get into that. A lot of people think that I recommend this movie so much because it's deep. A very prolific film. A lot of meaning in it. That's not the case. That's not why I like Mandy so much. I like Mandy because it's campy. It's wild. It's extreme. It's badass. It's unrealistic. That's why I like Mandy. Because, you know, you're right. Most movies I do like are very thought-provoking movies. You know? So it's... if To, to anyone who's watching Mandy because I've recommended it so much, it's, it's I'm recommending it because... It's so wacky. It's such a nutty movie. And it is a good movie. For all those reasons. Yeah, exactly. So if you're wanting to watch Mandy, because I told you, and you think it's going to be fucking Schindler's List, (laughs) listen, buddy, I got another thing coming, all right? It's not. It's a fun, crazy, wacky, gross-out flick, not for the kids. So I'm sorry if I ever led any of you guys astray. I still love Mandy as much as a human can but not because of reasons that you probably think I like it because it's nutty and crazy and a whole a whole ride. It's a whole ride. All right? I've really derailed this fucking um, cold Welcome open. to Letterboxd Podcast. Uh, with your host, Tristan Morris. See how how short that one was? Because mm-hmm. I don't have any air in my lungs You're anymore. Better. Ooh, shallow breaths. I have fucking crony. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host Tristan Horse. Back at you again for episode 29. Welcome to the Horse House. That's last week, episodes. last week was episode 28, and today is episode 29. That's how numbers work, Rudy. And who created numbers? Really, if you think about it. It's it's crazy how numbers and math, math, mathematics and laughter, those are the two universal languages. You're straight up doing the fucking Katy Perry memes right now. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you for episode 29 of Welcome to the Horse House. One after 28 and one before 30. Welcome to the Horse House. I'm your host, Tristan Horse. Back at you episode 29 of Welcome to the Horse House. I am joined here with three good friends of mine. Uh, we now have four microphones in the Horse House. Hey, I'm Rudy.
Ghost House. Put on your horseshoes and dance the blues. Horse House. To the songs Tristan's playing on your place where you get podcasts. Let's swing. Drew's got a microphone now. Let's swing. Swing to the song Rudy doesn't fuck kids. Hey, it's Steven. How's it going? Thank you for saying those kind words. <laughs> hey, it's Drew. I hope you don't regret giving me a microphone. Listen how loud he is. Loud. It's very nice. It's like you're really here with us. Yeah. Next week, maybe it's going to be a Skype show. Who knows? That'd be fun. Who knows what the good governor hasn't planned for us. Uh, all I know is that I'm excited to get my Donald dollars, um, my Corona bucks, if you will. Uh, thousand bucks. Yeah, I don't mind if I doodly do. But uh, You know what's going to spend in the post-apocalypse? Well, all of my Iraqi dinars I've been saving. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So yeah, coronavirus is going crazy right now. Uh, listen, it's just the flu. You know, I don't know. <laughs> you know, God damn you know, it. Last summer, I don't remember closing all these businesses. Uh, but you know, a lot of people... Oh, Rockstar ASMR real quick. I got a big can this week. Take the paper the paper off of it take the plastic he's got what we call the bogan sized rockstar can let's listen to this now if you were to look at it it's a twist top like a nos can if you were to look closely with a light put against it you will see a, a, a delicious rockstar mist rising up let's see if you guys can see the rockstar mist that was good uh, Sounds like someone going to the bathroom. Holy shit. Can that taking be the a, new fart noise? <laughs> taking a big duty shit. There's been a lot of contention. That's There's been a lot of contention about what to call this virus. Is there? Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people, while, while, while trillions of people die, so far six million people have died from the that coronavirus. That number seems too big. Well, I've been looking into it, Tristan. It's probably more like... Two hundred fifty thousand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, for legal reasons, I must go to Florida. Uh, uh, you know, people are saying, "Hey, hey, don't call it the Chinese virus. That's racist." You know, um, I'm sure Stevens on that train. I don't know about you guys. Supposedly, supposedly Asian people are getting assaulted on the streets because of it. I have two tips for them. To stop getting assaulted on the streets for being asin. Mm-hmm. One, wear sunglasses. <laughs> no one will know. Okay. And two, stop spreading diseases all around the world. <laughs> True. Well, also what they don't tell you about the Asian people getting attacked on the street is it's only in the uh, neighborhood of the Wahlberg brothers. <laughs> <laughs> but let me tell you guys, let me be honest here. If you, you know, are an Asian listener and you're within five miles of a Wahlbergers run, <laughs> Asian people... I my heart goes out for them because I have been in the same predicament. I have been Asian. Just as they can't take their Eastern features off, I can't take my MAGA hat off. You know, and I think the way I've been treated in the street is, you know, in a lot of ways the way that they've been treated. That's the, the Biden cook. So my heart goes out to them. But wear some sunglasses, all right? But that's actually not true. You know, an Asian person, <laughs> their eyes aren't the only only thing that make them look Asian. Because if they're wearing sunglasses, you can still tell they're Asian. What's the yeah. deal with that? Now What's you going see on, Tristan? It's their hair. 
A normal person. But what if they're wearing a hat? It's like a. Oh, okay. A normal person has Just eyes that are up. typically round, but you see Tristan, an Asian person, has very slint. It was a peepish thing. I was waiting for you to go on. I'm no. doing it. They have. Well, my vape went off. If you say run, I'll run uh, to you. What about? But yeah, the Chinese virus, there's nothing racist about it. Came from fucking China. And listen, these people who are dogging you about using the word Chinese virus, they're playing right into the hands of China. Uh, the, the onus is really on them with this one. Donald Trump tried warning us. Uh, guess what? Nothing happened. So yeah, fuck the Chinese government. Um, you know, uh, mask off. Go to war with them after this is all done. We'll Fucking destroy China. How secure do you feel the podcast future is right. if you're taking on the China? <laughs> President G, you may fire when ready. I'm going to get fired from my uh, Blizzard esports career now. Woo. Wuhan clan entered the 36 Coronas. Don't care. <laughs> You're fucking stupid, dude. I want to see China raised. I appreciate your bravery. Wuhan, ooh, COVID's on the swamp. fuck up. Rudy, why are gamers not allowed to play during normal gaming hours anymore? Uh, and I have a question after this, too. Not true. Uh, it's another plot to suppress gamers. Like Netflix traffic accounts for like twenty times more yeah. like online gaming. I, I saw that. On it's just uh, just uh, people are trying to take down gamers in a time where like we all need to be banding together and gamers should be at the front line. It's just mm. uh, it's just more of the same old shtick from the from the establishment. I have what a was question. your question? Uh, it's a science question. Yeah. Why is it if you have a if you have like a a new package of provolone cheese? Mm-hmm. It's really hard to separate the individual pieces from each other. Mm-hmm. They always tear and get torn into strips. Why mm-hmm. is that with provolone but no other cheeses? Uh, well, your first mistake is eating provolone. It's a trash cheese. Oh, so, fuck mm, off. Yeah, fuck off. It's only one. it's only yeah. good for melting. Fuck you. Yeah, no, that's what I do. Yeah, okay. I I, I toast two English uh, an, an English muffin. Mm-hmm. I cut it in half, toast two pieces. You just put cheese on it? Two slice, um, one slice of provolone, mm-hmm. one slice of salami, one slice of provolone, one slice yeah, of salami. Yeah. That doesn't sound bad. Put together, nuke it for about 30 seconds, let the yeah. cheese melt. It's delicious. Okay, I'll clarify. If you're eating cold provolone, you're a tribal dog. Oh, yeah, that's disgusting. I don't eat cold cheese. I don't um, cheese. I don't know why it would only be provolone. I, like, no, I do cold provolone all the time. Do you really? With some salami and soprasada yeah. and a yeah. nice roll. You Gross. do some yeah. olive, olive oil. Mm-hmm. No, bad. Some it's EVOO, good. perhaps. I have version. a second science question yeah i can i get my one since we're going around the room can yeah, this is a science episode yeah. hell yeah hey Rudy, it's not a uh, podcast. why is surf wax america one of the best songs off the blue album but it's not remembered well by the fans uh it's not the best uh the song troublemaker is the best off the blue album okay that was a stupid agree to disagree question. that was a weezer that's for the, the that's for steven's weezer world the song troublemaker was in i'm trying to get weezer on the podcast every day of the week (laughs) the song troublemaker was in spike kids 3d which makes it the best song off of that album man that's Uh, the second spike kids is the best spike kids i forget how young you were sometimes yeah well i forget that you haven't seen elijah wood in 3d true i was in the theater when i saw that i still have my glasses you really yep what was your question science question oh i honestly don't know what bandwidth is yeah, what is bandwidth? What the fuck is bandwidth? Yeah, yeah. get us in on that. The concept of bandwidth? Yeah. So, uh, at large. So it depends. Uh, there's like literal like structural bandwidth, like the the concept that like only so much information can get sent through a pipeline at one time. Faster. What? Okay, okay. bitch. 
And then there's like bandwidth that your ISP says like you can only use this much. It's just the maximum amount of, of data that you can utilize at one time. Okay. How much data did Wham? Uh, that's a very technical question. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the episode where there's no jokes. It's a very serious episode. Dedicated Wham. Welcome, welcome to the horse house, Richard Cog. All right. Hey. You've been talking a lot about um, the quarantine and a lot about yep. coronavirus, the Chinese virus. What? Are you at an airport right now? Chinese virus. Are you, are you at an airport? I can't hear you. You're breaking up. Are you at an airport? Am I educated? Yes. High school educated. Okay, so what are your thoughts on quarantine? That's my equivalent. I mean, I only got that far. What? What are your thoughts on quarantine? I don't do it. What I do go you... out every day and run around in my car. What do you... Are you afraid at all about catching coronavirus? Uh-uh, no. Not at all. No, I'm actually not. Because I feel... I have the philosophy on life where if you are afraid of everything, then you're most likely going to die from it. So if you just pretend it doesn't exist. I mean, I'm telling you, I've never in my life washed my goddamn hands. I'm not even joking. <laughs> to some little act. No, I never used to wash my hands. I used to go pee and never wash my hands. Well, I never I washed my never hands, wash my hands after eating food. I never used to wash my hands after touching people or touching doorknobs. But now I'm washing my hands, so I'll do that. Do you but, wash? Do you wash uh, your hands after you shit? Car. Right? No, but um, there's no. If you don't, don't get shit on your shit. hands, what's I'm the point? I'm not scared of it. What? Now, what if you're in Houston again, right? Yeah, I went back to Houston. Because last time we checked, you were in Pennsylvania. Yeah, you're in yeah. Philly. Yeah, I was in Philly. Um, what uh, now? If the governor has a mandatory lockdown of of Texas, martial law? Hell no, I don't want that. What are your plans if martial law is put into law? Get oh uh, well, I have my gun. I'm not, uh, no, no. I have to. That, that's it. I don't know. I got the 38 special. I, I, I have the same gun as Slim No 38 special. I have, yeah. If I have to kill an army man, I have to kill an army man. <laughs> Damn. And I'm back, I'm back on the back on the perks again. I found the Percocets. Hell yeah. So we're all good over here. That the Chinese virus hasn't hasn't infected. That's the only time I'll care about this whole damn thing. Is it the perks they go away? The perks. They ruined. Oh, now I'm mad. Why? What have you done? No, I'm saying, like, if they ruined the perks, I'd be yeah. like, now I'm there! Well, perks are probably made in China, so... They, no, they ain't. They're made in the U.S. of A. Quality. <laughs> they're the 1% of medication that are made in the United States. <laughs> Drew has a question for you. What do you want? What's up? Um, well, first off, are you still, uh, like... Raising awareness about like the plasma. plasma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've been how has, raising awareness on plasma for about six months now. Well, it's how great. has like the quarantine and or the perks affected? It doesn't matter anymore because it's bars and restaurants are all closed down, so yeah, women true. aren't donating okay. plasma right now to go into nightclubs. Yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Everyone's staying at home anyways. Well, I mean, they still have to know about it for when the stuff opens up, right? Oh. Yeah, I mean. I already done enough already. I switched topics. I'm not okay. really going for that anymore. We appreciate your service. I thought you just said yeah. you had perks again. I'm a what's it? I got a. I was in a. I was doing a mosquito hotbox yesterday where you lock a bunch of 
mosquitoes in your car and just sit there with them. <laughs> what? That's not a, a mosquito hotbox. That's not a real thing. I made it up. Were you smoking weed? But I ended, I, I live over where it gets like, and I just let them in my car and sit with them. Basically <laughs> fun. I mean, you just try to get them off you and stuff. It's, 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 Do it's they a bite? Game. Are they biting you? Yeah. You might get fucking malaria or some shit. Nah, there was only five of them in there. Now, now, realistically, if, if you are forced to stay in your home, and you, will you use your gun against the government? I guess so. Army man, yeah, I'd love to, because I think real, you know, they're real pompous, and I think that they're doing everything right with the world. I hate True. the army. I really have a strong and negative yeah. opinion on the armed services. So yes, I'd love to kill a police officer or an army, <laughs> and you can quote me on that. Richard, how do you feel about Afro man? Africans don't like <laughs> Afro man. Afro man. Who's Afro man? I was gonna get He's up an and clean my room, but then I got high. Court forty-five to zigzag. Oh, the reggae artist. No, I don't care for that stuff. I don't listen to that. He hooked what kind of music do you like, Richard? Stage. I like everything: rock and roll, country music. What, uh, what was the last album you listened to that you were like, "Hey, man, this is really good"? Oh well, I've been rediscovering uh, my favorite Black Sabbath album, Sabotage. It's the okay, only good cool. one that I good like, album. really. Yeah. It's made in the mid-70s, and uh, it's not like the other ones. Dumb, qu- dumb question, is this the hey, one... Hey, let's say the N-word on it. Three niggas in a room laughing into a microphone. That's Black, Black Sabbath, giggling and shit. Yes, <laughs> sir. <laughs> uh, <laughs> We're one better than Black right? Sabbath. Um, is that is, is Sabbath... Atage, the album where there's the pilot on the cover. Am I thinking? No, of that that's that's uh, that's um. Uh, Paranoid. What's it? Uh, the, the fly. Uh, you're doing dead to. Well, let me look it up because that's not the right one. That one sucks. That's the Beastie Boys Sabotage um, album. No. No. I don't got one. I'm sorry. Yeah. A bum tried hitting me up for a cigarette. Well, she, she, she's the red light right she said now. She looks sick. Sick. She sounded kind of hot. Black Sabbath. Stay yes, six feet away from her. We uh it, never said die. That's that album. Yeah. That album's not good. I'll tell you. Oops, my cigarettes fell. Oh, sabotage has symptom of the universe on it. That's so such you a do have more than yeah, one cigarette. So you do have cigarettes. The rat. You, you, um, t- you told that homeless bitch you had no cigarettes. She wasn't hot enough. Uh-uh, don't get them. <laughs> and um, and uh, what's it? So, and then my let me and um. I can tell you about the timeline of events that I've had so far that have just been horrible. Please. Okay. Please. So, sometime around in June of last year, I moved to Austin, Texas, and my apartment blew up. Where, I remember and, that. Um, then I moved to Philadelphia, and I got kicked out of my apartment. And For what? And food all over the floor. And um, I was just living a really depressing lifestyle. Then, I went to New York... I got a parking ticket. Okay. And then I got my car towed. Jeez. Bad stuff. I got the blues. And now the coronavirus is happening, and that's making me sad. But the government's going to give us all $1,000. Hell, yeah, they are. Some of those Donald dollars. You know where that's going. Mitch McConnell wants to give everyone $1,000. I'm up for that. What are you going to do with your $1,000? Yo. He's going to... I read it on Forbes, all right? It's true. Yes, sir. What are you going to do with your $1,000? I spend it all on perks. Hell yeah! Because the world, 
Seems I had like to throw a out my cigarette. Sound investment. They think I think that the world is about to end, honestly. Yeah. So money's not going to be useful anymore. So I'm spending as much of it as I can right now, honestly. Start True. buying premium True. gas. <laughs> Start <laughs> buying expensive foods. Can you give me some of the money? If you don't want it anymore, yeah. if you don't need no, it. I only got eighty dollars left in my account. I can't send you anything. You only have eighty dollars. Well, I hope the world ends before you get down to, down to the last dollar. What? I can't hear. Well, hey, one more question before you, we kick you out. Um, if you are forced to quarantine, are you going to be writing the next great American novel? Uh, yeah. Uh, be the next William Burroughs. Yeah. And, uh, writing. No, I'm not gonna. I don't know how to write or read, so I'm not gonna be doing any of that. Maybe but you like could think about games. another thing to raise awareness about. Yeah, true. Or like extend the activism from your own home. Um, plasma donation is my only focus right now. Okay. It's your calling. Well, Richard, it sounds like you're a symptom of the universe. Do you have anything to plug? Plug what? Like a socket, electric? <laughs> yes, sir. I, I think he said the same exact thing last time we called him. Yes, like a socket. Right. <laughs> All right, well, drive some FOMO cash app Twitter account. Here's a tip. What's the tip? Oh, damn. Thank you, Thank you sir. Yep. That was Richard Koch. As entertaining as ever. Next, William Burroughs. I was not ready for him to name drop fucking yeah, William of Burroughs. All, of all Americans. That surprises authors. you? Authors. Yeah. I'd say they're pretty much alike. Two degenerates. Darn I bones? hope he's all right. Mr. Kerouac. I hope he'll be fine. You guys Richard. want a mosquito hotbox in the horse house? <laughs> <laughs> you know, the people... I invented it. The people who survive apocalypse are usually the homeless, the drug addicts. Um, they Richard have nowhere to go but survive. Uh, yeah, Richard will survive. He's so thin, he'll just... He'll fucking get himself into like a crevice of a mountain and just wait it out. Well, he's in my him- version of the stand, Richard Cock is Randall Flag. <laughs> <laughs> he's making himself stronger with all the mosquito bloodletting. And now it's time for Rudy's Crypto Corner. Rudy. Hey, it's me. Um. Rudy's Crypto Corner. Yeah, Rudy. Rudy. Rudy's Crypto Corner, yeah, Rudy, Rudy, give me that Bitcoin, Litecoin, Dogcoin, Coincoin, hit me in the black market for that underground, yeah, we're pushing numbers, yeah, we're mining data, yeah, we're gonna find out what the market's doing, it's Bitcoin Corner, Rudy Crypto Corner, Rudy Crypto, 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 Crypto Corner, Rudy's Crypto Corner, going on with it rudy hello um bitcoin's shit and everything's shit stock market's dropping bitcoin's trash get out of bitcoin so should we buy now um so like for people that really want to like you could like buy a dip there's a big uh thing going on that bitcoin is like gonna hit resistance at five thousand, and it's important it doesn't go less than five thousand. so if it does everything's lost um like all the progress made over the past year yeah but otherwise it's good can so i saying we should crush a bit little bit roll you. it up ride Bro. the dip fuck i wanted to call to talk about something serious that affected crypto just shout it over this uh lindsey graham is currently trying to push through legislation that the eff is fighting uh that's gonna fuck up rsa end end and essentially force companies to put in back doors to where they can see everything that you talk about damn everything you just said sound like fucking chinese 
Uh, government it didn't make me sick, so no. government put <laughs> government put out new Patriot Fuck Act. China, new Patriot Act, bad. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they're just pushing it through while everyone's distracted with yeah. the, with Corona. Oh, for re- have you heard about like the HR? What was it? Fifteen HR Geiger. That was your thing. Oh yeah. Drew's hyped they're up on the to gun take bill. The guns. I'm yeah. hyped up oh, on no, the tech bill. Yeah, that should should yeah. It won't happen, but yeah, but it pisses trying. me off that they try. Yeah. Makes me really just want to like grab my gun and do something about it. Go full Richard Cotton. <laughs> <In> Minecraft. <laughs> I d- I, two things: Beef Boys is live, um, and Prince David Bowie, Alan Rickman, and Joe Biden must be one hell of a party they're having up there right now. <laughs> Stupid! I don't wish death on anyone. Sounds like a socialist, though. And the sound you just heard about five minutes ago. <laughs> Triggers Tristan's viral audio clip of the week. By the way, that beat you heard for Rudy's Crypto Corner was... Glory Box by Portishead. Created by our good friend and most handsome listener from New York City, Chris. I commissioned him him to make a special custom beat for your Crypto Corner, Rudy. Hey, thank you, Chris. This viral audio clip of the week it's not political there's no political candidates no presidents no senators involved with this one this one comes from twitter user nick hinton you guys know about the denver airport nick hentai you've read about the the denver airport i know about some weird weird shit the denver airport yeah Uh, i'll post some some of the murals on twitter a lot of people say that it's like a new world order um headquarters there's like five Five levels underground. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, fucked up murals, like kids dying and like big skeleton soldiers and shit. That's cool. Uh, and they've also have weird art installations there. That big giant horse with red eyes, and they had um. Anubis. Oh, I remember reading about the horse. They had Anubis, um, or some Gre- some Egyptian god. Richard Koch, of all people, actually has a tattoo of the horse. Uh, on his arm. You're joking. No, he does. I doubted him, and then he sent me a picture. So this clip was recorded by Mr. Nick Hinton from Twitter. He was at the Denver airport all by himself at 1 a.m. These all look like the Trooper album covers. And he recorded this. Um, Let me read you guys the caption of the tweet. I was in the Denver International Airport the other day, the largest airport in North America, an infamous Illuminati doomsday bunker, and while I was there, it was like 1 a.m. in the morning, I kept hearing this weird-ass shit. Uh, For some of our more squeamish listeners, this might be a little disturbing. It's fucking creepy. What the fuck Don't is like that? that? I like absolutely fucking nothing about that. Don't yeah. know about that one, Chief. I Ooh. wanted one more. <laughs> fuck that shit. If I was That's quick a enough. sleep paralysis yeah, ticket to Bad Bodge Town. Um, and let me see if I can see the response. Oh, yeah. Um, and then Denver International Airport posted a posted a response. They said, tonight is the final night of testing our overhead emergency messaging system. If you're in the airport overnight, you will hear test announcements about various airport emergencies like tornado warnings. No need for alarm. This is only a test. But then someone commented, 
uh, why is your system in the Westin hotel rooms, and why would you do this at two thirty in the morning? <laughs> really fucking creepy. And also, yeah. uh, imagine you're sleeping in a fucking hotel room, <laughs> and that shit goes on over a loudspeaker in your room. I'm super curious. Uh, why would you want? Why you would want like your emergency alert system to have a fucking old ass like bell sound? Fucking weird. Beginning? It's because Moloch just took <laughs> the fucking in. If I was quick enough, fucking I was just gonna... Moloch, Mo- Moloch and Balfamet over there <laughs> hanging out smoking cigarettes. If I was quick enough, I just wanted to play this before you played the clip. What is what is that? Is that holy? Grail. Oh yeah, holy grail. Yeah, they're just uh, they're that's a classic. You just hear them thumping their heads yeah. over the speaker. I, I I've told you guys this behind closed doors. I've never finished uh, holy grail because the library copy is scratched halfway through, and, and you still have it. Have been it. trying to repair it for years. <laughs> yeah, I you know I, I've used tape. I've used all these things. <laughs> Peanut used butter. Tape. I remember when I was younger, I had Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas Special on VHS. Mm-hmm. And the tape broke. It was a VHS. And my dad tried fixing it with like just like scotch tape. Like just like taping the two tapes back together. It didn't work. I would be scared to you put that in my VHS work, player. Though. VHS players. My parents told me about back in the day, back in like the mid-80s. They actually, they bought a VHS player and they actually, they had to make payments on it. Yeah. It was like $1,500 for a VHS. Yeah. Uh, Look at like Blu-ray players whenever they first came out. They were true. like fucking $600 a piece. How much are Blu-ray players now? They're like 50 bucks. I want to buy one. People say it's a scam. I mean, like they just raise the saturation. Blu-ray 1080p is uh, distinctly higher quality than than HD 1080p. Like there is like a measurable difference. For real, I, think I have it, a fun fact. Hmm. Read this recently. It's not on Twitter, and I fact checked it. Mm-hmm. You know, Hershey Kisses. Yeah. You know the little paper tail that you pull down, and the whole thing comes in. Little around. dangly boys. Do you know what the paper tail's called? No. It's called a niggly wiggly. That's not true. Not true. Look it up right it's now. It's not called a fucking niggly wiggly. Look it up right now. I refuse to call it the that. The little paper tail on a Hershey's Kiss is called a niggly wiggly. What the fuck? It's called it's called a niggly wiggly. Fuck me, dude. Weird, so is that huh? like a recent naming device? 1907. 1907. <laughs> but from what I've read, there's no actual racist, racial... I don't know, big guy. <laughs> I'm not reading anything to say otherwise, but I'm in a hard doubt. <laughs> I believe that the Hershey's, the Hershey Company would would never do such an awful thing. Five to little known chocolate sisters. facts that will blow your mind. Ninety three one Kiss FM. <laughs> <laughs> so toilet paper, toilet paper is scarce right now. Yes, sir. As we've all learned, because people seem to think that. There's like a really bad virus going around. Mm Maybe toilet paper. Doesn't it doesn't even make you shit. That's a thing. You know? It doesn't make you shit. You know, at the most, I think I may have said this last podcast, at the most you only need about this is generous. For like a two week quarantine, you need about two rolls. Not even that. You could you could make out okay with one roll of toilet paper for two weeks. I wrap my arm up to the elbow in toilet paper (laughs) on my wife. You need about two you need about two fucking slices of toilet paper to wipe your two ass. Slices? I'm like Mike Squares. Huckabee. I just shove a corn cob up my ass. <laughs> I don't know why y'all aren't using a shower head like God intended. So this one's for the women out there. <laughs> shower handle. I'm feeling quite generous and maybe a little wickedly horny too. <laughs> <laughs> so toilet paper. What are you looking at, Rudy? I'm looking up. You guys need to all look at me when I'm looking up. Wiggly wiggly stuff, dude. No, you, 
focus. Enough of the niggly wigglies. No, I'm curious. I think I'm not allowed to say that. I don't think you should, just out of a, a preference of caution. I Why? haven't seen any racial overtones with that name. We had Richard Cox say that he was going to kill cops and, quote, <laughs> army men, unquote, army earlier. Men. He used the term army men. Like I think we're boy. past saying <laughs> niggly wiggly. So this one's for the girls. Sometimes I have to draw the line. <laughs> Africans don't like them. <laughs> I'll be your human toilet paper to all those beautiful pogs out there. I, um, listen, I do deliveries. Call me up. Now, but you have to, if you are, okay, 50 inches and up, uh, free. Okay? I'll come over to your house for free. Mm-hmm. No charge at all. 50 inches and up. I'm talking ass measurements here. It's a big ass. Their ass has to be five feet long? 50 inches. Yeah. No, that's what I, I don't said. think it's Isn't long. It's 50 it's inches, five feet? Yeah. Okay. 50 and below, uh, a five foot, bucks. A foot is 12 inches, bud. What? 50 inches, right? Four. Yeah. So oh, sorry, four feet. four feet. Four feet, too. Yeah, sorry. that's not that unrealistic. In circumference? So no, I thought it was like, an you're circumference? Me- like you're going around. Yeah, by circumference. You, you, you go around you the body. You the pussy and you wrap it around the ass. How do you measure asses? Yeah, I don't have like a, a well, standard. Well, first you get out your... Uh, How do you think I'm measuring t- an ass, Rudy? I don't know. I thought like, in length. Five. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you mean like start the ass and then wrap around? No, I thought like you were going Ow. by cheek length. I was like, that's that's like a big ass. You've never seen like measurements of a woman I've never before. seen anyone measure an ass. What's no, Tristan. Woman? You start at the vagina. You, you, well, vagina. You get out your abacus. You, you, you see, Rudy. You I'm sorry. measures her ass. You your protractor. I'm not a tailor. <laughs> and you wrap it around and you bring it to the other side of the vagina. Blood coming out of her 50, whatever. 50 inches and up, you're absolutely free. Okay. Tell my poggers out there. Mm-hmm. Okay? I'll be your <laughs> get human. some poggers in the chat. <laughs> I'll, I'll be your human toilet paper. Okay? I got a tongue on me, you know? Free of charge. Anything under that, five bucks. Um, but if you're 30 inches and below, I'm not doing it. All right? That's gross. Uh, but, uh, but yeah. So, hit me up if you're out of toilet paper. I am horny and hungry. I hate you. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, my DMs will be open for the uh, duration of this virus, which is... According to Stefan Molyneux, perhaps 18 months. So we'll, we'll fucking see what happens with that. I'm gonna have to Do you ki- think Stefan would approve of your behavior? If if I have to deal with this for 18 months, I'm going to fucking kill myself. <laughs> I, the human mind isn't meant to take that much fucking just shit. emotional abuse oh. uh, from the media. I thought you were saying you wouldn't be able to keep up with all the shit. Oh, no, I'd be happy, boy. <laughs> I'd be happier than a pig in shit. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, so hit me up. But, uh, yeah, you know, a woman's body... Is a terrible thing to waste. You know, I was saying this on Twitter. You know, I I'm a strong, physically very strong man, spiritually, emotionally, mentally very strong, physically, and uh, but you know, I'm a Sensually. I'm a pile of jello in the face of a, a pair of spread ash cheeks. You know what I mean? It's uh, as 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 a writer once said, it's the closest thing to heaven on earth. You know, you know, you're looking at it. That's the, that's the cradle of life, right there. I can't believe Belinda Carlisle wrote that's, that song about that, ass cheeks. That's, that's where, that's where life begins. You're, you're looking at it right there. You know, at the ass, and 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 below that is the vagina. Tristan was know? an ass baby. You know that they don't like ladies in particular. Don't just use toilet paper for their bottoms, right? I will not drink urine. That's disgusting. More funny, but we, you know, there was sad news that uh, 
Mr. Kenny Rogers passed away at the age of 81. Did you guys see that video of Dolly Parton crying talking about it? I don't want to talk about I that. I hated that shit. Uh, Andy, I'm kind of mad at Kenny Rogers for making Dolly Parton cry. One of the world's best Americans. On a scale of one to Jimmy Stewart talking about his dog, how sad was it? Um, it was like a one. Oh, okay. Uh, Jimmy right. Stewart crying about his dog's assassin in the world. Yeah. No, it, it, it was... Um, it was about two points below Jimmy Stewart crying over his dog. Oh, easy. Uh, Get over a dollar. Has anyone already used the... Well, I've already used it a bunch of times. Uh, the, he knew when to fold him. My aunt said recently he broke even. Aww. He finally broke Aww. even. Aww. Yeah. Uh, Fuck. I have a little story about a story about me and Kenny Rogers. Uh, when I was at the Country Music Hall of Fame in Nashville a couple months ago, uh, you look at all these outfits that these musicians wore... And like even guys who look big like Johnny Cash, it's like they were wearing children's clothes. Yeah. Like humans have evolved since like you yeah. know the nineteen sixties. <laughs> yeah, and and everyone was tiny. Like you know, even Johnny Cash at his biggest, like in the eighties, where he's like a big guy, tiny like medium shirts. Do you ever get really sad whenever you see like the world's fattest man from like the late eighteen hundreds? Yeah. I'm like, man, I'm like two of him. Yeah. He's I mean, he's like 170 pounds. I did the calculations one time, and like at, at my peak weight, I weighed as much as four Japanese soldiers in World War II. Damn. Because they were each like 50 pounds. Um, no, I was. I well, weigh, last time I was 200 pounds was um, 2004. I weigh like eight uh, Coney 2012 soldiers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can we put um, Kenny Rogers' jackass from Mad TV on the Horse yeah, House yeah, tour? Yeah, Horse House. Uh, text me and remind me. Um, but yeah, I, I have a story with Kenny Rogers. Everyone was tiny in that place. But then I, I ran into in the glass case one of Kenny Rogers' vest vests. That's probably the only outfit I could fit into in that place. It, it was like a modern day two XL, a big boy, proud vest. strong man. Yeah, it's just a shame that he ruined his face with fa- uh, with um, plastic surgery. Did he? If you know, if you look at him in the seventies compared to right before he died, I don't know that I've ever seen a picture Ooh. of Kenny Rogers. And also, him dying totally brought back his sons. Do you guys know about Kenny Rogers' sons? All I can mm. see is Will Sasso in my brain. <laughs> let me uh, let me show you Kenny Rogers' sons. All I can see is lemon. They're like seventeen, and, and you know their daddy just died, so I'm not gonna. What does it mean they were brought back? What do you mean they were by brought that? back in the spotlight? They oh. were in a hyperbaric chamber. They were previously in the spotlight, though. Yeah, for how they look. Oh, um, here are I'm still good. Here are Kenny Rogers' two orc sons. Kenny Rogers' giant boys. Holy shit! Oh, his his man. big his big orc sons. They look they look like the Huckabee boys. They, you do not want to fuck with these boys. They both look like you smacked a young Chris Farley in the head <laughs> with a shovel. Look at that shit. They will fuck your ass up. This was taken right before they got on the matching motorcycles. <laughs> oh, so, come on, rude. But yeah, so rest in peace, Kenny Rogers. It's sad because like I was never a huge Kenny Rogers fan, but he's very popular in the country yeah. community. And you know, with him dying, you know, there there are a lot of rock and roll greats left, but the country greats, a lot of them have left us. You I mean, know, like, who do we still have? Willie. I just, I hate that. We lost Merle. We lost Merle. We lost Waylon. We've lost Johnny. We've lost Buck. We've lost Guy. I mean, we've got two of the Hanks. <laughs> Hank. Is Reese. Chris Christopherson? I, I don't still like alive? Hank Junior. We have Chris Christopherson still. You don't yeah. like Junior? Don't like Junior. Never have. Yeah. He's a loud mouth. We yeah. lost Dale Earnhardt. He, he's like boomer based. We still have uh, Toby Keith and Tim McGraw. We have them, I guess, still. The two greatest country greats. it's just greats. sad to see another country great leave, you know? Who's going to sing the Wabash Cannonball now? Who's going to play the Opry? The Breeders. 
the breeders will. Yes, sir. So to Kenny Rogers, um, I'm sorry you dropped out of the race. We love you so much. <laughs> So, yeah, um, I've had a lot of time on my hands during um, this whole, like... During uh, Ramadan. Staycation that yeah. we're all we're all uh, uh, observing, that we're supposed to not go out in our little town of... Uh, Horsington. Horsington, <laughs> South Beach, Florida. In, uh, in uh, Palm Coast, Florida. Um, so, I, I was trying to get into, like, the brain of a really bad stand-up comedian mm-hmm. that thought he was just going to kill on his coronavirus set. Yeah. But then all the bars got closed. So, can I do a little bit of a, a, a two-minute stand-up routine for you guys? Please. All right, I'm going to stand up for this. Are you guys going to be a, a real audience for me? Yes, sir. Yes. Imagine... imagine I, um, I will react if it's funny. Imagine Herb Alpert and the Tijuana Brass is playing in the background, okay? Yes, sir. So, uh, uh, let me, let me address them. I'm putting the mic in front of the mic stand. It's a beautiful crowd tonight, beautiful crowd. So, uh, um, you guys been hearing about this coronavirus? Yes. Yeah. Been hearing about this coronavirus? Well, uh, I mean, I guess that's a big deal, but if it were up to me, uh, I'd be with my good Latinx friends in Southern California, and I think the solution to this coronavirus, it, I think it's Modelo time. Woo! You know what I'm saying? A lot of people are com- a lot of people are comparing this to the Spanish flu, 19 se- 1918. Spanish influenza. You heard about that folks, Spanish influenza? Well, I got to I got to I got to put it out to my friend Herb Alpert. Uh I'm not really interested in Spanish flu. I'm a little bit more interested in Spanish fly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It makes you horny, folks. Uh and that's about all my time tonight, but I'd like to remind you uh <laughs> Kill myself. But I would like I would like to remind you, uh, we are supposed to be quarantined right now, right? We're supposed to be under quarantine, but I think we should be quarantined and observe the light of our God Allah and his messenger Muhammad. Thank All you. Right, Good I night. Thank you. Now it's time to dip into the Horse House voicemails brought to you by Jewel Electronic Cigarettes. If you would like to reach us and leave a voicemail, the number is 321-323-9521. That's Cocoa Beach, Florida, F-L-A, 321-323-9521. we got three voicemails today. First one is from Frank, who said that he would not call in ever again yeah. after I you know, cut his last voicemail short. You were too mean. I wasn't me. I just I can only take so much. Uh, but I'm glad Frank's back. He's a great listener, great caller, great uh, personality to have. Uh, here's Frank. All right. So maybe two years ago, my friend, uh, my best, my former best friend, we don't speak anymore. We'll uh, we'll just call him Schmandrew. He uh, he drove down from uh, Orlando and he came. He brought uh, probably two big bags, probably like three grams each of uh, spice. Very nice. 
And for those who don't know, spice is like a synthetic uh, cannabinoids, basically just sprinkled over like Italian spice or oregano. Anyways, so we would uh, just drive around town and park somewhere and just sleep, like not off. (laughs) And we were uh, hanging out on the docks and rolling uh, big-ass fucking spice blunts and smoking them and looking at the manatees and the dolphins. And as we're walking back, we see this uh, kind of tall, like, white trash dude, and he's itching himself, and he's like, oh, fuck, man, can I, can I buy a cigarette off you guys? Oh, and we're just like, you know, you can have one. And he's scratching himself, and he's like, oh, fuck, man, I, I passed out in my girlfriend's garage. I think I'm covered in fucking brown recluse fucking spider bites. I'm going to fucking die, man. And he's just, like, freaking out, and his girlfriend's sitting on the park bench just with her, her uh, a hand in there her fucking head in her hands and he's freaking out and we're just like uh, you know good luck man and he's fucking like just totally tweaking on probably meth and uh and we went to Little Caesars and uh ate the pizza in a, a parking lot by the river and just passed out and he's a heroin addict so he would he was probably uh like snorting shit without me knowing but yeah, uh, that was a funny story, I thought. All right, thanks, assholes. See you later. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> Thank you so much, <laughs> What Frank? the fuck? I'm glad you're back, Frank. I don't appreciate that he was trying to dox me just then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that that uh, that man was actually Drew. <laughs> you know what they say, he who controls the spice controls the world. It's true. That's a little bit of a uh, Doom reference for you. Good movie. I watched a good movie recently. I watched Knives Out. Directed by Ryan Johnson. You liked it. I loved it. Did you see it? No, I haven't, but that surprises me. Oh, it was fucking fantastic. Tristan loves Ryan Johnson. It was a fantastic film. No, I I came around a little bit on Last Jedi. Not Last Damn. Jedi. But yeah, Last Jedi. I, I I didn't I still don't like it. I don't I don't think it's a good Star Wars movie, but he had a vision for it. And he makes yeah. he, he knows how to make a pretty movie. Yeah. He makes pretty movies. Um I haven't I haven't seen Looper. I don't know how pretty that Looper's movie is. Looper's a good is. movie. But um, it's shot out, very well. Knives Out, the cinematography, the writing, everything was fantastic in it. Yeah. Character development. Oh, yeah. Knives Out was a very, very good... I, I gave it four stars on Letterboxd out Damn. of five. Yeah, very good movie. You should Every, watch Looper. Plug your Letterboxd again. My Letterbox is Tristan underscore horse. Check me out on Letterboxd. We have a lot of fun on there. If you ever want to see me act serious, like, uh, it's a little surreal. Does everyone know Letterboxd. what Letterboxd is? No. Letterbox, it's like social media for movie reviews. Well, I was going to say, like, people might check it out if they knew. It's yeah. A, uh, it's it's where you go to rate and review movies you've watched, and it keeps yeah. account of how many movies you've seen, and you can, you know, yeah, it, it, it's a lot of fun. It's a cool platform. Being amongst fellow Kino sewers, cinephiles, and movie heads, <laughs> Fucking you know. kill yourself, dude. Uh, I was an early adopter of uh, Letterboxd, and uh, I deleted all of my old... Um, reviews, and I'm starting again with movies I've just seen in 2020. Whether I've seen it for the first time Steven or I've had a lot of movies on his Letterboxd. I, don't, I was a very all, early adopter. They were all god awful. I don't know why we're friends, but anyway, if you Steven, if you want to follow me on Letterboxd, DM the Horse House Steven, account, and I'll send you my we, info. We spent an afternoon in the Horse House on the couch, and we made fun of all of the movies you reviewed. You cannot get mad at me for saying they were god awful because you deleted all of the reviews because you were ashamed of them. Yeah, <laughs> so, you just didn't, you didn't so, have to throw that. You, but, 
but these are things that we can just talk about as friends instead of <laughs> broadcasting you. it to so, our ones of viewers. So everyone find Steven's uh, Letterboxd account and use the Wayback Machine to look <laughs> at old reviews. All I remember is Oz the Great the Powerful got um, t- five, ten stars That's not true. Steven. I gave it half a star. Steven hacked the mainframe and no, gave it ten stars. No, I gave it half a star and I believe I wrote this movie made me sick. Yeah. Was that the one with Franco? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. yeah one of shit. like the three movies I've walked that, out that of. That was the beginning of Disney like doing too much CGI. I don't. Yeah. Was that a Disney movie? Yeah, it was Disney. Well, that was supposed to be a dark, dark universe, cinematic universe original. Dooku. <laughs> they they kind of stopped. Universal stopped doing the dark um, movie. Is Invisible uh, the, the, Man supposed to be one of those? I, I was gonna say. Yeah, it's Bloomhouse. It's pretty good. I heard. It's got the All big right. Scientologist. In. Here's Frank. The wild women. The wild women. The ripping and the tearing. The ripping and the tearing. Oh, Doom. Is that Doom? Rip and tear is a is a doom thing. Oh, doom! Here doom is. Just came out. Here's Chris. <laughs> Fuck! Toy Story. God damn it! Toy Story Four again. I can hear that fucking hey boys, light. Uh, it's me. Um, I just heard the show. <sighs> show from last week um, yes. I'm not I'm not I'm not super proud of what happened um, I was coming off of a, a pretty intense weed high and I, I feel like I made some mistakes I feel like I do roll do do I feel like I de, uh, feel like I I, uh, I ruined the whole show I derailed it and um, it's just you know it's not my proudest uh <clears throat> Not my proudest. Uh, not my. Not my. my yeah. Proudest. Um, my proudest moment. But it's it's it, you know we're gonna. I had a Toy Story CD-ROM game for Windows 97 yeah. when I was a young child, and I, they would play, obviously they would play the little Pixar thing, but it was like Pixar Interactive Studios, so mm-hmm. it was kind of like, it wasn't an 8-bit game, but it was a little 8-bit sounding, and that 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 scratched in it. I need help from Horse House listeners. You scare the shit out of me when the little lamp, the, the desk light would look yeah. straight into the camera after Because you knew he was looking, the, you know, he was looking directly looking at you and no one else. He was threatening you. He was gonna step on you. Like uh, he's got to squash me that big fifty-five inch ass. When you go to God damn it. when you go to the monsters uh, j- laugh emporium at Disney World and you sink down in your chair because you don't they don't want the people to pick you. I've I been need, there. I need help from the horse house listeners. I for like a month and a half have been trying to think of a song, uh, and it is literally driving me insane. And listener Chandler did try to help me through my Twitter DMs, but I cannot remember this song, and I know it exists. I know it exists. And here's the problem. I can't remember anything about the song, but I know it exists, and it's stuck in my brain. How's it go? I don't remember how it goes at all. I know there's a quiet part, and there's a loud part. And it had a music video where, like, the band is, like, walking down a hallway, and then they get to, like, a very, like, clean-looking room with all of their instruments. And I know in the quiet part, there's, like, a synth or, like, sampled bit that goes, like walk 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 like very quietly in the background and it's driving me 
fucking insane. And I'm pretty sure they were like a one hit. Mm. It's, I, they were like a one hit wonder or like they weren't really popular in the United States but that song was popular and they were indie or alternative and they had to have been late 90s early aughts and I'm pretty sure they were European and that's all I've got if you are out there help me help me is it KLF what KLF 3am eternal I've never heard that song KLF is gonna rock ya no it's not Cannonball by the Breeders, Drew. 3 a.m., 3 a.m., 3 a.m., no, eternal. No, it's, not. it's not that. You know that song? Help Steven. Someone help Steven. Like, like, if you have any idea of what I'm talking about or the name sounds vague, just send it to the Horsehouse Twitter account because, like, I'm... It, it's it's one of those, like, scratches that you can't scratch, you know? And so it's just... it's 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 really been bothering me. And clearly the world's going to end soon. And if I don't, according to Richard... I don't and feel if like I don't, black pills. It's not going to end. Well, I'm just I'm just vamping off of Richard's statements. So if the world does end soon, and I can't remember what this song is called, it's I'm, I'm going to be rather peeved. Rather peeved. Steven, you know, you kind of remind me of something just then. You kind of remind me of Andy Warhol and his, and his search for... The peace on Earth. Peace on Earth. <laughs> And I got, I started thinking, you know, what's any world doing today, you know? And I think we're going to find that right now. March 23rd, which was a Wednesday, 1977, New York, Los Angeles. Met at the airport by Susan Pyle with a limousine. Piles, that's another term for hemorrhoids, right? You got the piles? Right? The piles. No, I have never heard that. You're thinking of Gomer. With a limousine and a lot of promo material, and she said she was giving a big screening and a party on Thursday for bad. And we told her she should have told us before that we were already booked for Thursday. Checked into the Beverly Hills Hotel, and they gave us the most horrible rooms. We all sat around Susie Frankfurt's room while Susan Pyle, I'm pretty sure that's another word for uh, hemorrhoids, Piles, was doing some business. Andy Warhol's words. Yeah, was doing business with Fred in his room on another floor. Susie's friend Joan Quinn came by, and she invited us to dinner at a Mexican restaurant. Picked us up in two cars. Really great food. Met Joan's husband, Jack the lawyer. Went to bed around one. That's what Andy Warhol was doing on this day in 1977. Thank Woo. you. Thanks, Andy. I want you to read one of the diary entries um but just like pre-write it as your own words and it's just like horribly racist i met susan Pyle today uh she was a bit dark for my life <laughs> listen he, he was friends with grace jones you can't get darker than that damn damn come my lady come come my lady be my sugar baby was that the song was it crazy town no it was not crazy town I like to apologize to everyone. This uh, this week it's been it's it's been a strange episode. Don't we've apologize. Had. We're all kind of dealing with the coronavirus in our own way. We all have prolonged headaches and dry coughs. It's true. You Tristan know? gave us this stuff that he said was like bootleg amoxicillin, but it turned out to be Kool Aid list, you know, uh, laced with strychnine. I have a great idea. I have a great idea. You know, North uh, South Korea and Japan have done a great job containing this shit, and uh, like better than anyone else on earth. And um, I have an idea. I'm going to get tested. And if I come up as negative, I'm just going to go to South Korea or Japan and wait this thing out. I mean, that's the best option right now. And go hang out there, go in the streets, do whatever the fuck I want. Drink people's spit. I'd be okay. good. 
You know, that's that's one thing I miss more, the most. Not yeah. being able to drink spit? Not being able to drink spit anymore. <laughs> yeah, you but know? you never got to advertise to beat human toilet paper True. before. So. Well, um, poopy. You went from spit to shit. Poop shit and stuff like that. There's oh. no germs in it. You cannot get the crony. You can, you, you poop can, is sterile. You cannot get the Chinese virus from poop. It's well, totally sterile. It's just rotten food. Everything's been digested. So, like, that includes microbes, right? I don't know what the fuck a microbe is. Okay. Oh, wait, microbe, he... Yeah, he, he, he has a dirty, dirty jobs. jobs. You fucking idiot. <laughs> I fucking hate you so goddamn much. <laughs> fuck you. You know, this whole world is full of singers. But just a few are chosen. To tear your heart out when they sing. Imagine life without them. All your radio heroes Like the outlaw that walks through Jesse's dreams Know there'll never be another Red-headed stranger A man in black and Folsom prison blue The Okie from Muskogee Or hello darling Lord, I wonder who's gonna fill their shoes Who's gonna fill their shoes Who's gonna stand that tall Who's gonna play the opera And the Wabash Cannonball Who's gonna give their heart and soul To get to me and you Lord, I wonder Who's gonna fill their shoes? God bless the boys from Memphis Blue suede shoes and Elvis Much too soon he left this world in tears They tore up the fifties Old Jerry Lee and Charlie and go cat go still echoes through the years You know the heart of country music Still beats in Luke the Drifter You can tell it when he sang I saw the line Old Marty Hank and left it Why I can feel him right here with me On this silver eagle Rolling through the night Who's gonna fill their shoes? Who's gonna stand that tall? Who's gonna play the opera And the Wabash Cannonball? Who's gonna give their heart and soul To get to me and you? Lord, I wonder Who's gonna fill their shoes? Yes, I wonder who's gonna feel their shoes. Hey guys, this is uh, Tristan Horse uh, coming at you from the editing suite of the Welcome to the Horse House Studios, the Horse House. Uh, this episode, a little dry on the jokes, that's okay. I'm not gonna apologize. Drew told me not to. 
But uh, I just got done editing the new episode. It's uh, 3.15 a.m. on the 24th of March. Uh, and we were one minute shy of one hour. And I would hate for us to have a 59-minute episode uh, podcast. Uh, so I'm just kind of filling in the time. How are you guys doing out there? Uh, this is Tristan Horse with Love from the Horse House. Just, uh, just checking out on you guys, trying to get this episode up to an hour. Uh, I had some... I thought I had a lot of good topics on this podcast. The boys weren't too receptive to them. That's okay. I'm sure next week I'll have a lot better topics that uh, everyone can enjoy. Uh, by leaving this message, I'll really get to see who listens to the outro song. Uh, the outro song is Who's Gonna Fill Their Shoes by George Jones. I referenced the song a little bit during the Kenny Rogers uh, segment. Uh, I hope you guys are all doing well out there. Hope you're social distancing as much as you possibly can. Uh, we're going to get through this. I can assure you of that. Uh, America uh, is a sleeping giant. It's still sleeping currently. We just got to wake that big bitch up. And then after that, we will be cooking with gas, as they say. Uh, so, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I'm Tristan Horse. With your after show segment. Hope you're enjoying this. I'm doing well. Everyone in my life is doing well currently. No sickness yet. Uh, hopefully it stays that way. Conan O'Brien and uh, fucking Stephen Colbert. Does he does he go by Colbert now that he's not on the uh, on the Colbert Report? It's Colbert still, isn't it? The T's silent. I don't know. They're all. They're doing their fucking shows from their uh, from their houses, which I think is really funny. Just with their iPhones, uh, not not funny as in like a oh funny bit they're doing because it's falling fucking flat on its face. It's not funny at all. I was watching Stephen Colbert, Stephen Colbert, do his opening monologue from his house on his iPhone. It fucking sucked. I uh, without an audience there, it uh, the jokes were even worse. It's kind of sad what happened to Stephen Colbert. You know, he was funny doing his, like, conservative bit on the Colbert Report. And then, like, once it became serious, Stephen, it's just not very funny. And he he exchanged his normal, like, um, boomer glasses that he wore on the Colbert Report to, like, thick-rimmed horn glasses that, like, really annoying liberals like to wear. And it's funny because once he put those glasses on, he just became fucking insufferable. But anyways, he did his show from his um, from his house, and it was just god awful. And it's funny because uh, these iPhone episodes are doing so poorly when it comes to views. I mean, like um, actual YouTubers, they're getting millions of more viewers. So kind of it, that kind of really shows you the, I I guess the state of traditional media, like television and, and, and stuff like that. It's kind of an interesting thing to see. But we'll make it through the coronavirus outbreak, the Chinese virus. It'll all be okay. Uh, just be smart. Uh, be vigilant. Stay at home as much as you possibly can. And uh, may God be with you all. Thank you. I uh, hope you enjoyed the episode. A little dry on humor, like I said. But what are you going to do? You can't expect to have a fantastic show every week. Um, to all the women out there listening uh, who have asses um, ranging from th uh, 35 inches to 55 inches, give me a call. I'll let it lick the shit out of you. All right. God bless. See you guys later. Be safe. Be vigilant.
Be cautious. Stay at home. Love you. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the podcast. God bless you. Uh, Have a great night. Thank you.